Well, welcome to Behind the Smoke Podcast, Barbecue War Stories. My name is Sean Walchef with Cali Comfort Barbecue. We are recording above the butcher shop with my man Derek Marceau from Valley Farm Market. And this is our last episode of 2018, episode number 86. What do you think, Derek? I think that when people come to do the podcast, <laughs> that they should bring more gifts like this. This is fucking amazing. <laughs> we got some champagne here, some rosé. Brute champagne. I'm pretty excited to pop this bad boy open. And no better way than our last uh, episode of the year. So pretty cool. I appreciate you guys coming and bearing gifts. We got some stuff for you as well. And uh, welcome. Yeah, like you said, it's a, it's the last one. Last it's one of the year. It's the last year. one. I'm, I'm not, you know... I'm pretty excited that it's the last one. Um, you know, get to a little bit of time off with the family, not have to worry about a podcast for a couple of weeks. So, um, you know, but we're very, very thankful for all of our listeners, everyone that comes in, listens, spend time with us, um, following our journey. It's been uh, it's been an exciting roller coaster. I, I I really, really am excited to see uh, the growth in, in both Sean and myself. You know, listening back to the first episodes, it's. Um, <clears throat> very apparent to see how you know naive we are on on some aspects in just the last couple of years on on how much we've grown in, in business and in our personal lives and you know Sean's uh, expecting his second child uh, congratulations Ooh, with that it's a, thank you a baby girl thank um, you and we're really excited to uh, add her to our plethora of of kids in the in the group so yeah man I mean I, I I'm excited it's cool yeah I think uh, for both for you and me I mean the fact that we've done. 86 episodes now. I mean, we couldn't do it without Corey Wagner over here and Brian. Uh, you guys have been incredible. We appreciate our team. Uh, we talk about team a lot on this podcast. We talk about business. We talk about entrepreneurship, media. Really, it's just been a cool platform for us to invite people that we find inspiring and learn from them, learn from their struggles, uh, learn from their successes, and uh, just kind of have a good time. So hopefully everybody's been enjoying it. Uh, today's really cool. Um, we met, actually, I met both of these gentlemen through a mutual contact, um, James Langley, who's a badass here in San Diego. Yeah. Um, he's doing huge things. He represents, I don't even know how many different restaurant brands um, that he's an investor in. Uh, also Regents Brewing, uh, but he's also with Empress Capital. Just a real amazing, cool um dude that I met through Ernie Hahn and Ernie Hahn we've had on this podcast. He runs the now Pachanga arena. It used to be Valley View Casino. Arena. What did that change? Uh, Ernie closed a deal with Pachanga, I believe. I mean, he, they announced the deal about a month ago. So they're going through a whole rebrand. I think Valley View Casino Center was paying 300,000 a year for sponsorship and Pachanga's up to 400,000. 400, so yeah. Ernie, uh, Ernie inked, inked the deal and they're doing a rebrand. Um, so good, good for Ernie and uh, good for James and Ernie because that's how I met these two gentlemen, uh, Jamie and Mark from My Yard Live. Uh, you guys are about to embark on a very ambitious project for Northern North County, San Diego, and that's uh, the San Marcos area. Um, welcome to Behind the Smoke. Thanks, guys. Really, uh, really appreciate you guys having us on. And uh, yeah, I, you know, Sean, we we met and uh, Mark and I were pitching a. I don't know, a crazy concept at the time. <laughs> and, uh, you know, we, we, when we went out initially and started pitching this thing, um, 
you know, we got some really strange looks and, and uh, we got a couple of strange looks from James. So how did I look? <laughs> <laughs> Confused. I was like, Confused. what the fuck? Are you guys crazy? <laughs> yeah. well, g- give you me sh- a pitch. You I mean, sure, what, what's you, the sure you want to do this? Yeah, well, look, <laughs> what, what are you guys pitching? So what we're pitching in short is, is that, um, you know, as two fellow guys that are out there visiting breweries and visiting different restaurants and also, um, as I mentioned earlier, I'm a, a family of uh, four kids. Mm-hmm. Uh, quite often, you know, I find my, find it a struggle to find places where, you know, I can go, I can get quality beer, quality food, but at the same time, then have my kids entertained and 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 let them run free. And so, uh, we came up with a concept. It's called Myard Live, of course. And essentially, what we're doing is we're blending a brewery concept with a fast casual restaurant concept with a live entertainment center with a focus on families. So, you know, we have two dedicated patios. One patio will be uh, completely dedicated with kids with a tree fork, climbing structures and picnic tables out there. And then another patio, a little more adult centric with your uh, you've got your fire pits and we've got an island style bar that goes from inside the outside with your stand up shuffleboard, bocce ball, um, you know, ping pong. Uh, indoors, you'll have everything from your old school stand-up video games and uh, and ice ho- and you know what do you call it air hockey and um, so yeah so it's basically kind of you know you know always when you create a successful business it's always good to identify a problem and then c- come up with a solution sure and so for us you know the problem that we came up with was you know like where can we go that's not Chuck E Cheese or David and Buster's where you know, the kids are happy, but then you lose on quality food and beverage where, where can we go where everyone's happy? And so that was kind of the, that's kind of the overall I mean, you guys have been in a, you know, with, out with friends and they're like, Hey, we're, we're having a a birthday party at Chuck E. Cheese. Mm -hmm. Come on out and drink Bush beer Mm -hmm. and eat shitty pizza. Sure. And, Nobody wants to do that, so we're mm. we're just trying to create a contemporary. Sounds really good, right? Now. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I totally get it. You know, it's funny you say that. It was something that that I really wanted to do about two years ago, and and looked oh, into geez. it, then brought Sean and and told him about the. You know, I've been a certified cicerone for ten years, and really getting into the beer and, and wanting to do stuff. Um, I've always wanted to get a brewery. And we had the opportunity to buy a brewery that was actually very, very similar to what you're saying. It was, you know, we were going to have the outdoor, the the live music, the the people. We were going to have, um, you know, uh, a daycare kind of thing with with a play was yard. It, was this in La Mesa? It was. It yeah. was. Yeah. We had the opportunity to buy that as well. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So we, uh, you know, we're going to do it. And then, um, you know, just wasn't the right. That guy was a fucking nightmare to deal with. <laughs> Um, I have no idea what he. I don't know how no Dave, comment. how Dave Cohen got a, a deal done with him. Well, yeah, David. David's a very, very smart. Um, yeah. And what what the Cohen Restaurant Group does, I think they're they're in great hands. That, yeah, that property no couldn't have couldn't have fallen on better hands. Oh, right. Man. So you yeah. guys are going to do that, and it's going to be up north. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's in San Marcos. Can you tell us can you tell us more about the location of the property? I think that's probably one of the coolest factors. And should we, should we open this up? Who's your we, landlord? Yeah, yeah let's, do, let's do that. Let's do it. Oh, cheers. So, cheers to yeah. San Marcos. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So um we were uh introduced to a guy who's now an investor, um general contractor um who was working with a property up in San Marcos that's now the property that we've uh We've leased, and uh, it used to be an old hometown buffet, and uh, it's right off the 78 corridor. It's about uh, 10,600 square feet inside, 
And um, the city of San Marcos, who owns the building, it used to be an old hometown buffet. And the uh, hometown buffet actually closed closed down. They walked out one day, put a sign on the door, <coughs> and uh, and walked out. Salt and pepper shakers are still wow. there. Yeah, <laughs> really. Yeah, pictures, pictures, old meat in the coolers, the whole thing. Wow. So, um, so the city of San Marcos has been sitting on the property for about three years. Um, they'd been approached by Golden Corral and Holiday Inn and and a bunch of others. And if you know anything about the San Marcos area, it's really developing. Oh um, yeah, big time. San Alejo Hills. And, cheers, guys. You know, cheers. I'll cheers with my daddy's champagne, my Perrier. Still working on Perrier sponsorship. <laughs> so um, the city of San Marcos has been sitting on it. And uh, the city council has been wanting to, them to go out and find a concept um, that, that spoke more to their demographic. Kind of younger families developing something sure. more contemporary, more Wait, cool. are you saying there's a there's a city in San Diego County that is actually proactively trying to do something good for their community? I don't believe that. There's people on a council that are actually doing good things yeah. for their community? Yeah. That is amazing even news. So they, That's breaking news. Breaking news. <laughs> breaking it's not news fake news. Breaking news. Wow. They, they actually sat, yeah, as I said, they sat on the property for about three years and um, to, <coughs> to kind of find the right the right concept to bring in. Because they wanted, they wanted food. They wanted food. They wanted a brewery. You know, the story goes back in the day, they lost Stone, right? So Stone originally started in San Marcos, moved to Escondido. Mm-hmm. Um, apparently, the, 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 the feel was they lost a great opportunity, which is obvious. Sure. And they've been looking for that ever since. Mm-hmm. And so um, they wanted to bring in a brewery first, family restaurant, but not a chain. Um, not a Friday's, not a Golden Corral, something cooler, something contemporary, something that speaks more to the families out there. Something mm-hmm. more craft, because that's where the whole industry is going right now. Exactly. Well, and they're, exactly. San Marcos is unique by the way that they're in the real estate business. So they actually own their landlords, you know. But what's unique about the situation for us is that they, they're not approaching this as a landlord leasee relationship. They're approaching this as a partnership. And so when we, you know, when they had said, you know, when city council said we're looking for a brewery restaurant concept, when we approached them and provided them with our uh, our plan, they were like, this is what we want on steroids. So, wow. So yeah. now, now did, you, did you have an agent to represent you? We, we had did. a commercial broker. You did have a commercial broker. We did. Broker. Yeah, 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 yeah. And do you guys have live entertainment? We do. Mm-hmm. And how is that with your permitting? Do you guys have any restrictions and... What's, what's the deal with that? Because I know that's a, a nightmare to deal with in, in San Diego. Yeah. yeah. And again, we've just been super fortunate. Um, the city um, has – we throw things at them all day long, and they've just agreed to it. Open arms. Yeah. And, um, you know, there's a – for example, there's a um, – you know, there's an issue with creating outdoor space that's, you know, a certain percentage of your indoor space. Mm-hmm. I yep. mean, it's throughout the county, yeah. right? And so we threw at them, you know, hey, we want to create 8,000 square feet on a 10,000 square foot building. What do you think? And they're like, let's make it happen. Um, Indoor entertainment, outdoor entertainment, um, the whole thing. So they've been um, a great city to work with. And and the folks up there have been have been super great to us. So how many barrels are you going to do with your brewery? You know, have you guys got a head brewer? What are you guys doing? And where are you guys going to go after? Are you guys going to yeah. try to do the the new, you know, cutting edge, hazy stuff? Or are you guys going to do more of a European style? What well, we, we uh, so we're getting a 10-barrel uh, system. Okay. 
and currently we're we're modeling ourselves to do about 650 barrels a year so we're you know hopefully being conservative on that front sure um as far as a head brewer we brought on a guy by the name of pat corn who was originally over at cellar three he was the head brewer at cellar three the barrel master at cellar three sure so yeah we're already uh you know pat's considered very creative when it terms when it comes in terms of brewing mm-hmm. so yeah we definitely have some really good um, well, Cellar 3 did a lot of stuff with Bertonomyces, right? Mm-hmm. Didn't they do a lot of sours and different stuff like that? Yeah, so, yeah, absolutely. Hmm. That's, um, yeah, so it's, it, it's, high, it's a high standard to come into San Diego market and to become, you know, the next yeah. the next brewery, right? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean, what? how many breweries are in San Diego County? Are we, we're at 120? 180, isn't it? 180. Wow. I mean, 180. Well, I think there's yeah. like 30 others that are already have permits and plans to, to open already over 200 mm-hmm. that's incredible we have some pretty deep resources too on the on the brewery front um, yeah i mean so our big thing is creating you know the experience right so um when we were out shopping this the, the question we got was what makes you different from it you know the other 200 breweries because you're out or restaurants you're out looking already. for money looking for money raising and, capital and, and, yeah, exactly and pitching partners and the whole thing and originally we had a pretty lofty goal of about 2.725 million mm-hmm. um to open and so um you know we were out there selling it and and that's the question we got what what what, what makes you different there's too many breweries the market's saturated etc cetera, etc cetera. and i think that what makes us slightly different is you know we're starting from the we're not a restaurant brewery we're actually a community center, a live event center. Um, we're, we're about creating relationships and creating community and doing that whole thing. And by the way, we have great beer and we have great food. Um, but really for us, it's about that events and experience, you know, experiential consumerism, right? So people, people want to create memorable experiences. They don't want to just buy things, right? So you're going to malls and malls are having shows and bands and stages and parks and the whole thing. And this whole thing's transitioning. So instead of us sitting around a table with an encyclopedia of a menu and the kids are running around underneath the table and the whole thing, what do we want to do? We want to kind of create that experience. So we're doing kind of family style, you know, out on big plates and people are picking and sharing and the kids are being kids and running around. But to your point on the beer program, so one of the things we really want to do is, yeah, we want to have that quality beer, but at the same time, we want to create the new experience around it. So um, Pat is working on um, purees and tinctures and that kind of thing. So this idea of, you know, we can have this wheat beer, but with this wheat beer, what do you want with it? Well, maybe we'll have some organic tan- tangerine puree and a ginger tincture or whatever. So kind of creating that that experience around breweries that that's slightly different than what's going on right now. Well, and I, I think to take a, like a couple steps backwards and how the concept came to light um, was that uh, Jamie and I were at a, one of the larger breweries and um, we were sitting there having a beer and we were just having kind of an open discussion and we looked around and in the corner there was a couple baby gates with some building blocks and a little table and we're like, wow, that's a poor attempt at trying to get families to come into this brewery. Sure, sure. Um, as well as just like this incredible space, but you're just kind of sitting there drinking a beer, which I love to do, don't get yeah. me wrong. The other part of it too was is that in our previous lives, Jamie and I owned and operated one of the largest solar-powered sound and staging companies in the country. And at the both, time... Both of you two were partners on that? Yeah, Correct. yeah, yeah. And at the time, uh, um, 
we had a buddy that owns the Santa Fe Brewing Company up in New Mexico. Mm-hmm. And he had... Um, they moved, do a great job. Yeah, they do a great job. And he had moved his brewery, um, expanded and moved to a location where he inherited a 1500 cap outdoor music venue. And he gave us a call and said, you know, Mark, we've got this, um, you know, we've got this uh, huge space, but I don't know how to use it. So we went out there and um, we actually updated the sound system and then um, designed a talent buying program for them, you know, uh, advanced program. And we kind of ran that for a year. So we were booking (coughs) Ziggy Marley and Atmosphere, all these big bands. Mm -hmm. And in that time, too, that was kind of the other pieces like, wow, he's got this brewery here. He's got this live music venue. And so taking those two ideas about looking and seeing, you know, that this place wasn't really, you know, catering to kids. And then also looking at this um, at this venue, it was kind of a hybrid of those two ideas that got us to where we're at today. That's that's pretty cool, because when I was looking at doing a similar concept, it was uh, one of the things that scared me the most was entertainment because I'm so out of my element on that shit. I, I don't fucking know anything when it comes. I mean, I can dance. But I, yeah. I can only entertain. You look for, like you can dance. Right. I can only, I can <laughs> yeah. only entertain people for so long. Um, three, three, uh, three song max. And um, so it, it was just you know scary. You know, like you know, going back to what you said earlier, we talk about it day in and day out. People that run a business that are a transactional business are going to go out of business really, really quick. If you are not creating an experience you are going to fail. People want that. People people talk shit about millennials all the time. Millennials don't want this. They don't well they do, but they want to be a part of something. They want to be a part of a movement. They want to be part of, you know, feeling like, like people know them. And so if you can create that for them and give them something to be proud of and give them something like, oh, we're doing this and that's what they want. So, you know, you guys I think, you know, got it going because of that that whole entertainment experience thing. You know, you got a good brewer sounds like um that knows what he's doing and then the food you know it's gonna pair with it that that's you know gonna be a pretty pretty cool yeah. recipe for you guys can you tell us about the uh the partner that you have on the food side mm-hmm. yeah so um you know we were fortunate enough to meet two guys actually um first was a, a guy by the name of freddie bench who was introduced to us by a a, a contact he owns a um, brewery out in uh, atlanta called sweetwater brewery and he's also partners in a variety of other things, Telluride Brewery and a bunch of others. And Freddie came out. And originally what we were doing is pitching Freddie on the idea of, hey, let's bring Sweetwater. Because they, they distribute to what, 40, 40 states? Uh, 20 states, 7 countries. Yeah. Yep. And, um, but their furthest west are, are is Colorado. Mm-hmm. So we were pitching them, hey, let's, let's give you a flag in, in San Diego, in California. And he came out and he kind of looked at it. We toured a couple of areas, including the La Mesa spot and uh, up in San Marcos. And and uh, he followed up with us a couple of days later and said, you know, I love the concept, want to be involved. But, you know, I, I think this brand can kind of stand on its own. The family, the experience, the the live events, the just the whole culture that's going on with it. And uh, he said, and, and by the way, I have a guy that I want to get this in front of. He, he, he does some big shit, so he's probably not going to pay attention, but I'd love to get in front of him. And so um, he introduced us to a guy by the name of George McCarrow. And George uh, founded Longhorn Steakhouse years years and years ago, yeah, yep. family business, ended up going public and selling it. And then um, now he's partners with uh, Ted Turner in um, Ted's Montana Grill. Mm-hmm. And they have 40 of those in whatever number of states and. And uh, so George flew out, 
and we kind of did the same same rigmarole and the whole deal and talked to him about it and and you know his his comment to us which kind of resonated with us and we were still you know pretty far off on our fundraising at the time um but the you know, number was low or you were just or how much how much you had raised how much it? we had yeah. raised yeah. at the time and and you know so again take a step back as, as we're kind of getting into this whole thing you know and we're 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 adding up the numbers you know and we're seeing that 2.725 million you know, we're like, man, are we going to make this shit happen? Like, as Mark said, we, you know, we, we've owned a couple of businesses and, and we're in the production world and worked with some great clients and ESPN and Disney and the whole thing. And we ended up so- selling that production company and rolling all of our, all of our money into this thing. And we're looking at that 2.725 million. And we're like, man, you know, this is, this is a lot to raise. Like, are we sure. going to be able to make this happen? And, um, so as George flew out, and knowing, you know, he was partners with Ted Turner and owned Longhorn Steakhouse, and you know, just he's he's pretty iconic in the oh, hospitality yeah. industry. And, yeah, I did uh, some research on him, and it is very impressive. Yeah. He is very impressive. We'd love to have him on Behind the Smoke. Whenever, and he's about whenever, as down whenever, to he, earth come, as whenever he comes into San Diego. Yeah. We'd love to have him. On. Salt of the earth. Next time, yeah, and, absolutely. And um, anyway, yeah, salt of the earth guy, and he came out, and um, for him to give us a fly out and give us the time of day, and b as we pitched him the idea. Um, he's, you know, his, his comment to us was, you know, this is where this industry is going. Nobody wants to sit around a table mm-hmm. with a, with a menu. Everybody gets their own dish. They eat. Everybody's frustrated when they leave and the whole deal. This experience base, letting kids be kids, creating community events, the whole thing. This is where the industry is going. And I want to be a part of it. And, and Mark and I w- looked at each other and we're like, Holy fuck! Like right. this guy's part. <laughs> this guy's partners with Ted Turner and yeah. all these concepts, and he wants to. Yeah, the joke is it's only partners are Jamie and I and Freddie and Ted Turner. Yeah. <laughs> Ted Turner and his forty six restaurants. Yeah, exactly. I just want to meet a, Jane that's Fonda. That's his little side hustle. Yeah, exactly. So uh, media empire. So, <laughs> so we turned around. And we're like, you know, let's. This thing is. This thing's for real. Like we we knew it was a real concept. Like Freddie got involved. And we're like, holy shit, Freddie's doing some big stuff and he's involved. And but really when when George gave us that that kind of pitch, um, we just we we knew it was real. Well, we were going down the path of um, not even taking on the food piece. We were thinking more of like a North Park Brewing where that you're brewing and then you've got um, Mastiff Sausage Company in there. And that was our first direction. And so we weren't, you know, because, you know. Getting into the, as we all know, getting into the restaurant business, it's a tough business. (laughs) You'd have to be some crazy asshole to get into that business. So when we brought George in, that kind of shifted everything. That that changed our that changed everything. That changed our financial model. That said, okay, now we got to actually reapproach this model as a as a restaurant brewery concept and and feeling confident about it. I'm I'm happy you guys did that because no disrespect to the other places that are doing that, it's not going to. It's not going to work for very long. Yeah. You know, yeah. you, <clears throat> as, a, as an owner, you need to make sure that you're taking pride in every single thing that you're doing. And if you don't have your hands in it and someone else, they not they might not share the same vision that you share. And they might not care about the details that you care about. For me, and I know Sean feels the same way at Cali Comfort, like I, every little thing I, I have to make sure is right. And, right. Right. you know, it's, um. It's very important because I feel that my consumer d- deserves that. And, you know, we've been here for 63 years. And 
the reason I feel like we've been here for that long is because we care. And mm-hmm. if, if you want someone, you know, th- there's going to be some, some people that might not share your visions and do different things. There's going to be a little bit of animosity and this person's not, you know, we got to get you out or get someone new. And if you have that change over, it, it doesn't make your, your customer feel that happy. So right. you guys just kind of, I mean, it sucks and it's hard and it would be like the same thing. If I were to do this, I would, I would be out of my comfort zone doing the, uh, the entertainment. We can you guys you. are, yeah, but you guys are out of your comfort <laughs> yeah, zone doing, exactly. doing the, the food, yeah. but it, but I'm happy yeah, yeah. you guys are. And you guys got yeah. somebody in here that can, that can help you because it's just going to make, it's just going to solidify you guys even more. Yeah. You know, it's just going to make it that much more like of the experience. Oh, this is, you know, and it's you guys all together, you know, you know doing it. So, so good for you. And originally, you know, Mark and I were thinking about doing, you know, two, maybe three of these. Right. And, mm-hmm. and just we're, we're cool with that. Sure. And, and that was kind of the concept. And as it is continued to build, you know, this idea of creating that brand and that consistency and that expectation of people coming in and not only the experience being similar or creative and, and that kind of thing, but also the food and, and the beer also having that consistency, which is which is huge as well. So And not yeah. being too big of a brewery. That's, right. a, that's another right. big thing, I think. <coughs> 100%. <clears throat> people don't understand that people that are mid- middle of the row for breweries are fucking done. They're going to lose their ass. You have to be small and be nano and, and do and sell everything yourself. Cause 100%. that's where your margins are. Right. You don't, don't give a fuck about distribution. That doesn't make you any money unless you're big enough to where it cares, where it matters. Right? right. So be small, sell your kegs to yourself, put them on tap and exactly. make sure it's good, good shit that people want to drink. And they can only, oh, fuck, we can only get it there. We got to go there. Okay, right. then we're going to go there. Then we have, we're going to have an experience. And guess what? We're coming back next weekend. Exactly. We're bringing friends. And, and like, you know, um, for like Pliny the Elder, it's one of the best IPs out there, right? Yeah, love it. He can make, Vinny can make as much as he wants to, but he chooses not to because it's a supply and demand thing. Like if you can only get so much and you can only get one bottle per person, it just creates that demand. And it's not even out front. Right. And, and <laughs> yeah, exactly. And it's going to be the same thing with you guys. If you guys aren't in every single store where they can get it everywhere right. and you're making fucking tiny margins and having to uh, pasteurize all your beer, making it shelf stable and all that bullshit that actually fucking sucks for beer, you guys can really, really focus on just making good beer Selling it to your consumer, direct to consumer, your margins are better. That's yeah. it. So I like the concept. I'll be there. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Sure. And no, hopefully, Sean with his with his new uh, new baby right. on the oh my new baby. Yeah. yeah. Well, actually, it's a great great point you bring up. As uh, we've talked about it earlier on the podcast, uh, I didn't realize we always said we were a family friendly restaurant. We opened in two thousand and eight, and you know we had kids menu, we have high chairs, we have booster seats, yeah. but. You don't realize what family friendly means until your wife has to go and breastfeed in the in the restroom, right? And there isn't a place, or there isn't a place to change, you know, your child's diaper. And you know, Derek has had kids before me, and he told me, you know, hey, maybe you guys can get a different changing station. And that was something that we did do. Yeah, yeah. But that, you know, that requires. That was and, just for myself, though. I didn't change. No, myself. but that. <laughs> After, requ- I, requ- after I was dancing, <laughs> right? It requires <laughs> to reinforce it. It requires a deeper understanding of what it's like to be a family and to what it's like. It's already hard enough to go out as a family, but like those are where you create experiences. You know, that's where you go out and like you know, we're me and my wife and my son and you know my daughter. I can't even believe I'm saying that, but my daughter <laughs> will we'll be going out and we love hospitality and we love going to different venues, whether it's entertainment, whether it's sports, whether it's hospitality, food, drink, 
but it has to be comfortable. Yeah. You know, it's got to be comfortable. Yeah. It's like, I mean, I've, I've been to a restaurant where they won't let you put, they won't let us bring the stroller into the restaurant yeah. or they were upset that we had a baby car seat. I was like, what's your problem? <laughs> like, you know, I, I don't understand why you're acting like this because we're, we're never going to come back. Well, I, right. I, I can't. Right. I mean, right. I, I get there's, there's an avenue for both places mm-hmm. and the, there's, Look, I mean, you know, it's square footage. Oh, yeah, absolutely. If you know why they don't want it there because it oh, takes yeah. up too much room. But if yeah. you're going to do a, an event that you're catering to, to families, that's then, where then the opportunity is. Yeah, that's, that's where the opportunity yeah. is. And that's what, you know, I have three kids. I have three boys. <clears throat> and we 100% choose our where we're going to go out, which is very fucking rare. We don't go out very often. But if we do, it's always about, like, where can the kids run around? Where right. can we do stuff? And it's not about, you know, when we were thinking about doing this concept, I'm kind of thinking, like, fuck, man. We're, we're like, like okay, you can pawn your kids off to go do have fun while I'm getting drunk. like But that's not really it. It's just a comfortable environment. It's not about me being able to go to the bar and sit there while they're getting taken care of. It's just them having fun, wanting to go out, wanting to see new kids and, and mingle. And I can have a beer and watch them. And that's it's just a comfortable environment. Right. Brody's Burgers and Beer in Hamul is where we go. Because they have a, a room where it's got three arcade games, four arcade games where our kids can run around. Everyone kind of knows them. And it's just a comfortable thing. When we go anywhere else, like Sean Sane, where they're kind of like, oh, you're going to bring your car seat or you're going to do this. Like, it's like, well, guess what? Last time here. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It, it's just going to be the last time because we're just yeah. not comfortable. Yeah. It's not comfortable. And, and when we were doing events in, in production, we, we kind of saw that shift, I don't know, five, six, it's seven, seven years Definitely ago. Happening. And it yeah. was like, you know, I, I feel like we're all relatively the same age. I feel like when we grew up, there was there was that concept of doing things as family, but there was also that kind of separate piece, right? Mom and dad want to go out and do their own thing. Mm-hmm. The kids do their mm-hmm. own thing, whatever. And we saw this transition. We were doing a lot of food, wine, beer events, music festivals, that type of thing. And families were wanting to integrate. Like, I don't want to just come. Can my kids come? Can, mm-hmm. can my kids be involved? And as you know, in San Diego County especially, uh, because of you know ABC and that whole deal, uh, all of those events are twenty one plus. Sure, yep. you know, rightfully so to some, and some it's unfortunate. So we were seeing that the families wanted to integrate, and and we were kind of going out and doing these festivals. We we're like, how do we create a space where you can do events and festivals all contained, all ages, everybody can kind of enjoy it. So you know, our idea is, you know, we'll we'll do yoga and mommy and me classes in the morning and transition into a lunch crowd i'll watch and, and have a beer. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's, we're gonna stand <laughs> stadium seating by the yoga i'm always a fan of stadiums <laughs> mark used to actually own a yoga studio as well oh so really yeah. good for you yeah. sometimes yeah. downward dog serial entrepreneur well you know and a uh, great example greatest example of this is we for seven years we did the production for uh, an event called the tour de fat that's new belgium brewings tour they do yeah, yeah. and that it's it screamed kids because it was Have all you about been there yeah yeah it's fucking amazing yeah yeah. Yeah, yeah 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 it screamed kids you know like circus acts and all that yeah. but guess what guess where the kids and the parents were they were on the outside of the fence yeah, where, and all the circus yeah. stuff was going on inside where they could serve beer so right. it was like, it's like this yeah. is this is all backwards right, you know? right. <laughs> so I love the concept. I love what you guys are doing. Now let's get down to the real shit. How hard has it been getting yes. it going, getting it? Are you guys on target for the date? What, what's, what's the, what are the hiccups you guys have found? What, what are we talking yeah, about? Tell, give well, us the war stories. 
Well, there's a lot of Honestly, there's going to be a lot of wood knocking because right. we've got. <laughs> it, well, raising not, capital is always a nightmare. Yeah, right? yeah. So that the good news is on that front, we've been 100 percent successful on that. Good for you. So that that was really kind of our, in my mind, what was keeping me up at night. Um, and is there any buffer in that in um, that raise? Yeah. Well, part of the buffer too is that the city um, gave us TI. Okay. So we can add that on top of what we were we were raising. You know, for us, I think the what was really really the last thing that was going to let me really sleep like a baby was going through the whole construction uh, bidding process. And part of what we did was we brought a uh, contractor on board early on um, for pre-construction and we went through several uh, construction budget exercises Mm -hmm. before we even went to bid so that when we were going to bid, at least we had some kind of idea of where we needed to land. Mm -hmm. And, um, uh, right now, as as we speak, we finally got all three of our bid. We you know bidded out the three contractors. We got our bids in, and r- right now it's looking like we're we're looking right on target budget wise. Oh, so I think I think as far as like he's like oh good for you, yeah, no, no, <laughs> kid. No, now double that. Yeah, yeah. Now, double, <laughs> now double that. No. Yeah. So no, we're yeah we definitely are at this. Have point. you retained an architect? Yeah. Well, yeah. we're using Dustin Hawk, okay. who is you know the brewery guy mm-hmm. in san diego county and he's been amazing like all the one thing that all the contractors have told us that his drawings are spot on mm-hmm. so um so i feel like how this has been a little different is um when we were first pitching it and pitching the concept and how he, far along when i when i met you guys how far were you at when you wow. met james um we hadn't even gotten the lease uh Done it was very race. it was very preliminary i believe yeah, yeah we were we 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 i don't even know if we'd found san marcos at the time you had you yes you had we you had, had yeah we had, yeah yeah because mm-hmm. we talked about la mesa a little yeah, bit correct. and that whole deal so yeah we were we were pretty far off and i don't think we had raised much money at, at the time but as we were out pitching it it was like uh you know restaurants are based you know square footage and, and capacity so as we were looking for a space large enough to do what we wanted to do everybody's like you're fucking crazy because you need a space that's triple the size of what you would need for a traditional restaurant how are you going to support that what you're are you not going to get do? the outdoor you're not going to get the outdoor component. You're yeah. not going to get the parking component. If you do get that component, good luck getting live entertainment. So originally we had some in- investors who wanted to um, help us purchase the building. And surprisingly enough, it was more difficult to actually purchase than it was. I guess not surprisingly, but it was more difficult to purchase than it was to kind of I mean, find it sounds like you guys, options. yeah, you guys came into an ideal, ideal situation. Uh, what's the lease? Sanity. What's the lease? What are you guys, are you guys at a 10 year and two five year arms? Yeah, yeah, exactly. exactly. 10 year, exactly. two fives and, and, and some TI and some, some help along Renabatement. the way. Yeah. Sure. Renovatement. Yeah. Renovatement. Yeah. For a year? Um, for a couple of years. Well, good for you. Close to a couple of years. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. So I, I think that was the first challenge. Is that of, how they're giving your TI is through renovating? No, they're doing both. Oh, good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it's it's you know it's I'm not gonna lie to you. It's a it's a screaming deal, and and again, it comes back to the city approaching this more as a partnership mm-hmm. and and right. wanting right. to get us in there and be able to offer this kind of amenity to the community. Because uh, you know, kind of we talked about location in the beginning, but as far as location, it's like Jamie mentioned, it's off the 78 corridor. Um, we can see the city hall f- from the back of our building. Um, and then you've got access to Santa Lijo Hills, Bressy Ranch, um, 
it's so you've got all these single family Cal, developments Cal just San blowing Marcos, up Cal everywhere. Yeah, bookended by Cal State San Marcos, and I like to say that you can. You're, we're literally in a Roby throw from Cal State San Marcos. Okay. Yeah. So we've got you know everything from the college demographic to young families. Um, it's 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 just completely like you know when they say location, location, location. This is this is it. Yeah. And when can I go there? Uh, we're probably looking middle of June, I would say. Yeah, we're looking. So, so uh, permits are through. Are uh, permits there? January third. Yep, January third, and, and that's that, for corrections. Or they've already sent you corrections, and you're they've already sent us corrections, okay. and mm-hmm. and that's why we can say that Dustin's plans were good. Good, yeah. <laughs> <That's> good. <laughs> so they sent you the corrections. You should have your final on. January third, and you're looking for about a six month build out. That's okay. a seventeen week. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So we uh, we actually have exciting news because part of the reason why we got you guys on was you you have an announcement. So anyone that's listening to this podcast, you're you guys are are hiring, correct? Yes, we are. We are. So yeah, as we mentioned, we already brought on our brewery pat our brewer pat, and uh, we're hiring a culinary manager. Um, Actively to, looking for a culinary yeah it's manager to, uh, to kind of. You know, George and, and a chef that George wor- works with down in Atlanta helped us kind of build out a, a, a you know tentative menu, a vision of what what we'd like to do. Um, smoke. And what meat. is that? You know, as I mentioned earlier, we're talking about like really family style, um, a family style vibe. So we're of course going to be doing smoked meats, um, you know, shellfish, uh, fish, chicken tenders by the pound. Um, sides that you can kind of add on and everybody's in the middle of the table kind of picking and, and creating their plates and, and kind of doing that. Um, we're trying to create something that's slightly different than what we feel a lot of breweries are, are, are doing. Um, the traditional burgers, the, you know, the goat cheese salads with add your protein and, and, and that kind of thing um, and create really an experience surrounding it. So, sure. yeah. um, you know, everything from, you know, whole, whole fish in the foil and kind of open it up and, and pick off of it. And, and as I said, smoke meats by the pound and, and, and sausages, and you guys are planning chicken. on having a smoker on site. We do. Southern we, pride. We have there a you go. Southern yep. pride recommended by George. Nice. Um, that we'll have, that we'll be adding to the whole thing. And, and part of the cool thing about this building is, uh, um, there was a huge kitchen back there. So uh, Dustin kind of worked really hard. Our architect worked really hard to design the kitchen, the new kitchen surrounding the hoods and the utilities and everything that was existing back in that kitchen. Saves a lot of money. A lot of money, a lot of time mm-hmm. in theory. So <laughs> permits. It, yeah, permits, the uh, whole deal. So Good old health department. Yeah. They yeah. Saw, they. For the record, they stamped our plans. So. There you go. Good for you. Well, so you know, Good and, and, for you. and more. On, yeah, exactly. we'll, we'll we'll run that. We'll ask you about that sure. in June. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> when they come out, yeah, actually when, when they come it. out, they, act, they actually need the final. But you know, more like on the that, food about that health department. <laughs> yeah, we're you know for on the food piece, and and I wish George was here because he can really make it sound sexy. No, you know? for sure. Yeah, but uh, you know, for us, it's kind of like I've been using this expression, kind of like choose your own adventure. Mm-hmm. So it's not like, hey, I'm going to order a plate and there's my there's my side, there's what I ordered, and that's they hand that to you. Right. It's more of like like Jimmy mentioned, you know, meat, you know, uh, smoked meats by the pound, smoked sausage by the pound, crab by the pound. 
you know, kind of uh, all the cart and throw it on beer the can chicken, yeah, and then ten different types of vegetables to pick from, and then we'll do really, uh, you know, a few good salads, a few good soups, you know, your bison burger and that kind of deal. So it's, um, and then one of the other things George really wants to do is kind of bring the whole old school dessert back where you order your banana split and it comes out with like six long spoons and the, nice. whole, the whole family's digging sure. into there it. Sure, we go. Uh, yeah. So. Breakfast. Uh, we're talking brunch. Brunch. Yeah, but yeah. baby steps. You know, like breakfast is a bitch. Yeah, is it? It's great. It's high margins, but it's a bitch. It's if you don't bitch. if you don't have a great breakfast crew, like it's it becomes very complicated. And you have to cross utilize all your your items. So if you're really just, you know, I'm sure George knows all this and then you know, but it, it's you have to be able to use everything you're using for breakfast for your dinners and stuff too, because if not, if you just have just this special thing for breakfast and you're not selling a lot of it, it's gonna go bad. And the biggest thing for restaurants is waste. So you know, you guys will learn that. And well, they're, they've ar- they're already learning it. They're, they've been talking to Sydney from RSI. Yeah. yeah. Our girl, exactly. Sydney. Yeah, we just had her on. She's amazing. Yeah. She is great. Yeah, yeah, we're, you guys excited, need- we're excited to work with them. So if you guys need anything, if you guys are, you know, smoking your meats, doing stuff, let us know. You know, if you guys need any help with anything, Love it. F- feel free to reach out. And we're, we're more than uh, happy to come up and help out in any way we can to, to help you guys succeed. And, you know, we'll do a, a meetup with our, our crews and get everyone out to the shop and, and have a big powwow and, and drink some beers and watch some yoga. Absolutely. (laughs) And for the record, I'm a big green egg owner. Okay. And I know how to use it. Nice. 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 So yeah, if you are if you are listening to this and you think that uh culinary manager and uh and front of house front of house manager. Yeah. Um that's a cool thing is that there's a lot of cool opportunities that are happening here in San Diego County and uh, no matter where you are in the world, San Diego, uh we've got a lot of housing that's being built, so good place to start out, right? San Marcos, yeah. So where do you guys live? So I'm out in Kensington. Okay. um, Which has a lot of traffic in between Kensington and San Marcos, right? Yeah, we're actually looking to uh, relocate up a little further further north to get closer to uh, (laughs) closer to the concept. I've been I've been in Obishan for 18 years now. But, you know, if we open more than one of these, then we're going to need a central office. And that's, you know, so. That's what he keeps telling him. So. <laughs> I like, I like driving. He's got a Prius. He's got a Prius. Yeah, I'm ready. Dude, we're, we're opening a store in La Jolla. And I'm, yeah. That's, that's my. Congrats on that, I by the way. Thank you. Thank you. I, I do not um, have anxiety about, like, conceptually what we'll do and all that. My anxiety is for the fucking traffic. <laughs> I, I just can't. I, I, I'm realizing more and more the older I get, I, I like to be in control. And, yeah. and when I can't, there's variables that I can't control. Yeah. I'm like, fuck, dude. Like, <laughs> I just want to make sure that I'll take 45 minutes. Sure, it takes 45 minutes. No problem. I, I'll, I'll schedule it. I'm good. I can do my you know different uh, interviews or I can have phone calls or whatever through right. my travel. It's great. But it's when it takes an hour and 30 minutes and I didn't know. That's when I'm like, I just fucking, I, I lose my shit, man. I just, I'm not, I'm not good with that. So yeah, I'm sure you guys will have those struggles, but <clears throat> you guys seem a lot more level-headed than I am. <laughs> <laughs> do we really? Yeah. <laughs> it must be coming off really well today. I guess well, you got the uh, you got the East Coast West Coast vibe between Jamie and I, <laughs> right? <laughs> so yeah, everything we talk about today will be in the show notes. We'll put links in there to My Yard Live and how you can apply uh, for the position if you're interested in that. Also, following them on social, you guys are gonna start gearing that up. I'm sure yep. working on that. Yeah, yeah, we're uh, at My Yard Live on Instagram and Facebook and Who's running those all accounts? that good stuff. Uh, you're looking at them. You're looking at them. Yeah. Well, if you ever need any help, we got a. Uh, some qualified people over yeah. here. Oh, in beautiful. Yeah. 
gonna need a lot of help i've oh. i have a feeling so yeah <laughs> well we uh derek and i are so grateful that you guys came down here to spend some time and everybody that's listened to this podcast um it's crazy that we've come 86 episodes in and closing out 2018 2019 is going to be a very very exciting year for valley farm for us for our listeners for our family for your family um and we're going to come up and party in San Marcos. Now you guys, uh, you, you guys gave us a reason to, to come up there. Uh, we do want to give our social shout out. Is there any hotels close? So <laughs> there is actually right there. Right, right next door. <laughs> right next door. That's yeah. perfect. Yeah. Um, food.guy.ry out of Henderson, Nevada. Um, he's been tagging us on social, listening to the podcast. Uh, we appreciate it. Whether you're into barbecue, not into barbecue, uh, if you're into events, if you're just following along the show. Tell us what you're doing. Follow us on social. Send us messages. Um, Derek and I can't thank you guys enough. Um, it's really an honor to have anybody listen to what we're talking about. But hopefully you've learned as we have. I know I've learned a lot this year uh, just by having some incredible people come on. So Yeah, and guys, just you know, thanks for giving, giving folks the platform. I mean, it's yeah. amazing. I've listened to a few different of the podcasts and, and uh, what you guys are doing or is great and, and thanks and for we really appreciate you giving us the time to talk about some crazy dreams yeah so. no it's uh, it's one of those things you just you know by sharing ideas people can think no matter where they are in the world that they can do it themselves and you know listening to your story that you guys are out there raising capital i mean when I met you guys, I was like, these guys are fucking nuts, but, but they're the kind of nuts that I like. <laughs> I, I, li I like people like you, people that are out there do doing bold things. And um, what you're doing, it sounds really cool. Yeah. So thank you. I feel you. honored to let us come on the last show of the year. Yeah. Closing out strong. Doing our thing. So, so our, again, thanks, guys. We yeah. Really, really our team will, uh, we're going to put together a best of episode um, for the first one of the year, and then we will be back coming strong in January. So thank you guys. Hey guys, this is Sean and Derek, and we just really want to thank you for listening to the podcast. It means the world to us. We'd like you to go check out BehindTheSmokeMedia.com. That's our website where we have barbecue resources for you to help build your barbecue business. Uh, we also have events listed, so anything that's happening in the West Coast barbecue movement, uh, anything that's going on, we want you to go check that out so you can learn more and get involved. We also have show notes uh, from all the episodes. So anything we talked about in the episodes, you can find detailed show notes there. Um, plus, you can just get in touch with us. It's important that uh, we're here as a resource for you. So please reach out. Let us know how Derek and I can help you with your barbecue journey. Uh, get involved. Stay curious. And uh, follow us on social at Barbecue War Stories. Uh, we'll talk to you soon.